Hey kids, it's me, your dude, I see robots, we're back another super exciting, super fun episode of World's Famous. This time out, man, we are gonna find out what happens with this whole food cube fiasco. We're gonna open up some Joe's, talk about some stuff, go to the Dollar Tree, but until we get back from there, Grandmaster Grandpa, get that beat! OKIC Robot, Let's Get This Party Started Right, Let's Get This Party Started Quickly. This is world's famous with IC robot. When we left off, the lads were on the Novato Narrows heading to SR when they ran into a Pooptronics roadblock after being tipped off by Iceberg 13. Wow, guys, look at that. They have like four cars full of dudes with laser guns. Ed, what should we do? Derek, I will tell you what we are going to do. They are going to get out of our way or we are going to go right through them. Let me tell them that. Halt or we will open fire with Pooptronics sonic blasters. They sound very loud and will knock you out. Don't make me do it. We aren't making you do anything fool. We are just trying to get back home with this perfectly legal tab cola. Get out of our way now or we will run through your barricade. I doubt that you could go through it before he could capture you in his Pooptronics laser net. What is a laser net? That sounds stupid dude. It is like a regular net but it sting very bad. Give up or I will have him shoot it at you. I would love to shoot it at that geek. Let me do it, please. Ed, Derek, we gotta take this down a notch. I think there's probably other ways we can get through. I think if we just like go back a little bit, we can we could head around and, and, and make it through like, I don't know, through through Marin County maybe in, into Santa Rosa? No, I appreciate you trying to play peacemaker but this is it. We make our final stand right here. It's either them or us. Hold on Ed before you kill us. I think I know that fool with the net. He used to work with me up on the moon base. As I recall he was pretty chill. Homeboy must be bugging. Maybe I can talk to him. Hey you, with the net. I think I know you bro. Didn't you work a forklift up on Callisto? Yeah, I did for a few weeks. Derek, is that you man? What are you doing with those anti-food cube terrorists? I thought you were really into cubes. I was. I mean I am but these guys are super chill and they are kind of making me think that cubes might not be that good for you. Why don't you put down that net and let us through man? You know me. I'm not a terrorist. I'm a pretty chill bro. Don't listen to him. Throw the net. The rest of you open fire. No way man. I know Derek too. He's super chill. I'm not going to blast him. I think we should let him through. I don't know what's up with any of this. I was just trying to get some overtime. Both of you shut up. I command you to fire and throw. If you don't I will see to it that you both hang. Did he say hang? Bros. He is going to hang you. What's up with that? You should put down your blasters and nets and join up with us. It's not too late. I think Derek might be right. I don't want to blast anyone. I am going to open the barricade and let them through. I am an accountant not some sort of corporate mercenary. Shut up and do what you are told. When you get back to Callisto, we are going to put you on trial for mutiny. You will swing from the gallows for this. It's corporate treason. Bro, there is no such thing as corporate treason. Listen to him man, knock that fool out and come with us. You can drink tab cola with us over at Ed's house. Yeah, that sounds good. I've wanted to do this for a long time. Take this one, right in the kisser. 
Oh snap, you knocked him out with one punch. That guy is a total buster. Come on bros, move that roadblock and let's get over to Ed's. Derek, that was amazing. You saved the day with the power of relationships and communication. I am very proud of you. The first glass of tab is yours. That is, if you want to drink some. Ed, I am a little nervous but I've decided to drink it. I feel like I can trust you. It's sometimes hard to give your trust over to other people but it's important to do so sometimes for the greater good. Derek you are right. You've come a long way spiritually on this journey. I am proud to call you friend. You too I see robots but to a lesser degree. Wow, thanks man. Uh, really appreciate that. Guys, let's head home. Shishimbao beat great Steve Balboni. And well, guys, it was all gravy from there. Our boys made it home with the Tab Cola, and everyone was happy to drink some. No one complained about their rights or this and that. Everyone wanted to help their neighbors and friends stay safe. The entire food cube zombie crisis was over in a matter of weeks, because that's what happens when people work together to solve a problem. Return to Earth. Let's open a pack of weird trading cards. Gene Shallot of NBC TV says, let's say it right at the beginning. Rocky is one of the best movies of the year. Four stars, says the New York Daily News. Rona Barrett of ABC TV calls Rocky a definite Oscar contender. Starring Sylvester Stallone. Rated PG. Starring, Starring Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone. Stallone. Rated PG. Hey, this is me, Ask Your Robots, and we are back again with these, uh, these Rocky cards. I want to give a second shot at getting that Rocky Balboa rookie card. We tried last time, we gave it a go, and we, we came up... We came up short. These are Rocky 2 cards, actually. Factually, I want to make that clear. There are no Rocky 1 cards. That was kind of an arty farty film at the time. They didn't make cards for it, but uh, it was it was so successful that when they spun off a million and one sequels, cards were sure to follow. And what we have right here is some Rocky 2 cards from, uh, these are from the year 1979. They have a nice advertisement for some uh, pop bottle candy. On the back, let's take a quick look at the set before we before we dig in. We've been here before, but let's let's refresh our memory. This is a this is a let's take a look. We're over on Trading Card Database TCDB.com, super useful site for just finding out how many cards are in a set, what cards there are. It's amazing. I love it. I use it all the time. This is a 99 card set. The card we're looking for is card number one. This is a card that says, Meet Rocky. We'd also accept card number two, which is the first appearance of Adrian, and then so on and so forth. Honestly, the first appearances of any of the main characters, your Apollo, your whatnot, I I think they're all great, and I think they're all going to be incredibly valuable in the future. I don't really think that, but it's fun to, it's fun to theorize on silly things like that. Let's, um, let's get cracking, I guess. This is a wax pack made of actual wax paper. These are the kind I prefer. I feel like they just... I feel like they just open easier, they open nicer. There is a stick of gum here. It's, uh, it's, it's, I would think it's chewable. I'm not gonna chew it. It is, um, it's hard, but it's a 
bit pliable. It's kind of, it's kind of gotten, not, I'm not going to say yellow, but like a pinkish yellow tint. You ever, you ever like leave a slice of bologna like somewhere for a long time and it gets like, it gets warm and it takes on like a different color. Imagine that. That's the warm bologna color is the color of the gum. The appealing warm bologna gum. The first card we have is card number 55. It's a card called Stay in Control and it's, um, it's an early, uh, shot of the fight. It's a nice picture, I gotta say. Let's sit that one over there, not one we want. Then we got card number two. This is one that we want. Is it a card? Rocky's girl, Adrian. We got the first appearance of Adrian, a very, very famous character. She marries Rocky. They go on, they have a life, and it's awesome. The love story between the two. Rocky, the first film, it's a love story. It's a love story between Rocky and his girl, Adrian. We have, we have half of that. The next card is card number 27. It's Rocky punching the bag, and on the back is a piece of the of the puzzle. Then we have card number 48. It says, now or never. As the spectacle resumes, Mickey shouts instructions to his powerhouse people. This is the chance of a lifetime, and both trainer and fighter know it. It's a picture of uh, Rocky getting scolded by his coach. Then we have... Face of a Champion. This is card number 97, and this is after the fight. Rocky's bruised and disfigured. I dropped the cards. Let's try to... Hold on, I got... I'm away from the microphone. I'm trying to pick the cards back up without seeing any, because I like it when it's... I like it when it's a surprise on each one. This nice, nice shot of Rocky's busted up grill. This is card number 97. Up next is actress Talia Shear. Card number 15. This is a good one, too. We'll sit this one over here. With the other Adrian up on the docket, we have next, Visions of Victory. This is card number, card number 19. It's a nice picture of Apollo, I think. He's on, he's getting ready. He's training here. Good, good stuff, honestly. It has Tony Burton and Carl Weathers on the, uh, on the shot. This is, this is, in fact... The rookie card of Apollo Creed. This is card number 19, the first time Apollo appears in the set. That's actually that's actually pretty tight. We got the first Apollo and the first uh, Rocky's Gal, which is nice. Let's see. Up next, card number 66. This is called Flesh and Fury. It's images of the fight. We have three cards remaining. I'm getting excited. We've done we've done well so far. Then we have card number da, 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 Summoning Hidden Strength, card 82. It's Rocky getting off the deck. He's been knocked to the deck and he's getting back up to fight on another day. He's brave that way. That's that's Rocky's main character trait. He's very brave. He's very durable. He would have incredibly high hit points, very high uh constitution, I would imagine. Also strength because he does have some knockout power, but Rocky doesn't have that big a knockout power. He sort of hits you and wears you down. He wears you down through, like, hard body shots. You don't see a lot of, like, like one-punch knockouts with The Rock. When when you see in uh, Rocky Three when he knocks out a bunch of jabronis and he gets a puffed-up head and this leads to Clubber Lang defeating him, he does knock those scrubs out. But those guys are just tomato cans. Even Pauly admits that those are, those are a setup. Mick, rather, tells him that was all a setup. So you don't see the big one-punch knockout power like a Durante Wilder. And your, uh, and your Rocky. He, he's more of a Rocky, uh, Marciano. Maybe more of a Rocky Graziano type. Just kind of wearing you down. But let's move forth. Then we have card number 49. The World Champ. This is the one that had gum on it. So it's a little bit damaged. But it's a nice picture of Apollo, to be honest. I think, 
I think this is a cool set. There's some good photography on these, and I am a giant Rocky fan. I think that I think that if you put them in cool little holders, they would they would look pretty fun. This one here, face of a champion with his scarred up face, is good. The world's champ, while not being like really like rookies or anything. I think that if you put those in a nice little sleeve, they would they would look attractive. And here we go, guys. The final cards. I got to admit, I don't feel the odds of us getting the Rocky rookie are very great because you've already got two of the tight rookies, but. Those were both low-numbered cards, so there is a chance you might pull another low-numbered card. That low number being one. Are you ready? Let's take a look. This is a sticker. I'm a dummy. I didn't even count it up right. I knew there was a sticker in the pack. But still, that was fun. It's a nice sticker of Rocky Balboa. It's a very, honestly, this is a very good picture. He's leaning in the corner. This is more him as Sly Stallone, because he's kind of, he's kind of sexed up. His hair is all done right, and he has like, he has this look on his face. This looks like a, a like a promo picture, but it's in the shape of a shape of a boxing glove. So let's take a look. We got this sticker, very cool. The first Apollo, very cool. Then we got Rocky's girl Adrian, also very cool. Good stuff today, man. We really uh we really hit it. I might have to try to secure another pack of these Rocky cards because I want that Rocky card number one. I know you're saying, hey guys. Why don't you just go buy it? Go on the go on the online and buy it. Well, it's like actually factually a twenty dollar card, believe it or not. And I, I just want to pull it from a pack. I feel like I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it one more shot down the line sometime. And if it doesn't come through, then then uh, we'll just have to call up the hunt, and I will cry into my hands. We have decided that this shall be the last time we purchase time on this show. Une nuit que the promo code is robos HS not be new sedons. We have determined that you are all yokels and Billy so farewell. Une nuit que Maybe go and buy a Casio. Maybe that is more your speed. Goodbye and good luck you youpers. Une nuit que ah, Chanel, the king of jewelry, and the jewelry of kings. The next bit of information is on IC Robot's recent purchase of a G.I. Joe figure of some sort. Let's hear something about that. If you insist. Let's hear something about that. If you I do, as a matter of fact, insist. This is me, IC Robots, and we are going to take a look at a figure that I, I did not actually buy recently. I bought this quite a long time ago, and I've just kind of had it sitting around the office, and I've been meaning to open it. I've been meaning to find the time, but I kept I kept getting these Super 7s, but now the time is here. The figure in which we are talking about is a G.I. Joe Retaliation, the Blind Master. Who is the Blind Master? Well, let's find out right now. The Blind Master is a character in the G.I. Joe action film continuity. He is Snake Eyes Sensei and trained him after the death of the Hard Master. The Blind Master is portrayed by the Reza of Wu-Tang Clan fame. This is the Blind Master's only figurine. 
I honestly only have the vaguest memories of the Blind Master in the comic. I seem to recall one time, like, either uh, Snake Eyes or maybe it was Billy, who is Cobra Commander's son, went and trained with him. But I may I may be mixing this up because a lot of the ninja stuff kind of gets lumped all together in, in, in my brain. And I only... I honestly only have the vaguest memories of the G.I. Joe Retaliation movie as well. I think that was the first one. We went to see it at the theater, and I, I didn't really like it very much, like, at all. So, I've kind of, I've kind of, like, pushed it out of my head, and I, I don't even remember a scene with the RZA in it, honestly. But, uh, I guess it happened. I don't know. It's, it's cool, man. I, I frequent this blog called Forgotten Figures, and I... I really enjoy it because the dude goes in and he takes a look at some of the, uh, well, more forgotten figures in, in G.I. Joe history, and one day, while I, while I was, like, poking through the archives, I found this figure, and the, uh, the sculpting of the RZA is, like, spot on. I'm a big Wu-Tang Clan fan, big fan of the RZA, big fan of the Jizza, big fan of Inspector Deck, and I... I was just, like, really interested in getting this guy because he just looks so much like the RZA, dude. Just, like, a little RZA action figure. So I went on the online, and I took a look, and he only cost, like, $8. So I ordered him, and I had him sent to the house, and here he is. But he's kind of been sitting in the package over there because he looks good in there. It's cool. You can see you can, you can see the Riz. You can see Prince Rakim right there. Let's... Blind Master is the wise and mysterious leader of the Arashikage Ninja Clan who can see what others can't. He is the toughest of the masters and has trained Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow, and Kim Arashikage in the secret ninja arts. He is skilled in multiple weapons, including his bladed shield. Let's let's just bust in here. You can see he has a couple accessories. He has a hat. The the packaging has a picture of the rock and snake eyes on the front. The rock played roadblock in the movie, which isn't, you know, that's not bad casting. I'm not gonna say that it is, because it's Pretty cool, pretty spot on, and get the rock in your movie. Here's a stand. We're gonna pull that off, put this stuff over here, put that stuff over there too by the He Man garbage can. We're gonna start pulling some of this stuff out. Let's pull the Figgy Fig out. He's not attached by cords, which is nice. He has a sword, which also has a sheath. It looks like a, it's kind of like disguised where it looks like bamboo when you, when you cover it up. It looks like he has a bamboo staff, but it is in fact. A bladed weapon. He also has a sword, a golden sword, what looks like a baston of some sort, and then a weapon with a string attached, which looks like it could be some sort of like a lariat, maybe. It has like some kind of barbed accessory at the end that you could possibly loop around somebody, but this could also be used for something else. I'm not yet sure. And then he also has a mask, like a an armored mask with paint on it. Pretty cool. Let's Let's get all this stuff out. That should be the end of the crinkling. I apologize for that. Let's take a look. Man, this is a this is a pretty cool Riz. He might be a little taller than 3.75, but I I honestly don't mind that too much. I I think that it's okay, man. Some guys are a little taller than other guys, but um, you know, not if it's like amazingly so. He has like I do not know what these are called. I call them, you know, like a Chinese peasant hat. It's like a not a cone, but, you know, it would protect you from the sun out in the, in the weather. He has a hat like that with a strap that actually factually fits on his head pretty well. It also has blades underneath that he can use as a weapon. This is when, like, this is when he's, like, in disguise as a peasant. He would, he would go out like this. Let's take a look. You can 
You can probably put the baston through here. No, the sword through here. He has a holster of some kind, but I don't really know what you would what you would put in the holster. I'm going to choose to go with the peasant garb for now. His fingers are pliable. Let's see how well he can hold his staff. Not that well, to be fair. But let's try the other hand. The other hand does work better. But it's that soft kind of plastic, which is cool because you're not worried about the risk of like breaking their fingers, like with the old school Joes. But sometimes they don't hold the accessories as tight. But it's uh, you know, it's a trade-off in life. This is a really cool figure, dude. He has a, he has like a, sta a sash, like a bandolier with the Arashikage Ninja logo on it. Um, the face sculpt of the Riz is pretty spot on, and his mask fits on very well as well. He looks cool with it. Let's see. He can move his wrists, his elbows, his shoulders, at the waist, at the knees, at the feet. His feet turn, but not nearly the ankles. And then his head can turn. Let's see how well he can hold his sword. The sword goes pretty good in there, too. In the same hand as the staff, he fits that. He can put his baston in the other hand. I'm not really sure what this, what this lariat is for. Let's, uh, Let's take a look at that. It's a string with another string at the bottom. I wonder if this is like something from the movie. Like he has some kind of gadgetry that he uses in the, in the film. But man, it's pretty cool. I did not buy like even a one of these figures when they came out. Because I thought the movie was a bummer. Bummed me out. And um, I didn't. it wasn't that I didn't want to support it. I just didn't feel like I needed any of the characters. And I think I was more into comics at the time. I, 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 I go back and forth. Sometimes I'm heavily in the comics. Sometimes I'm heavily in the toys. Fortunately, not both at the same time, because then I would be broke. This is a really dope Ashen figure. I'm going to put him in with the, uh, that's with the standard Joes, I think. I also like the idea that this is the first ever Blind Master figure. That's fun. That's fun for me. It's his first figurine. We're going back into the garbage can right now, and I apologize for that. I'm going to see if we can... If you can get an idea of what he might be using that lariat for. It looks like he just holds it in one hand and, he, and the string runs through his hand and he, he throws it at people. It's like some sort of like a bladed ring. And then also his hat, where you see it be a hat, it also doubles as a shield. Like the loop can also go through his arm and he can make a shield and he can pull the blades out. This is honestly a very dope figure. If I was the RZA, I'd be pretty pleased to have this be a figure of me. It's like you're getting to be in G.I. Joe. You get into play the Blind Master. You're also getting a figure and a Chinese peasant hat with a stand. I'm glad he comes with a stand. These are so cool. Let's put him in here. See how well he stands. Put his foot out like he's doing some sort of a kata. And man, cool beans, dude. Pretty stoked. Pretty stoked. I'm going to put him with the Joes. I'm going to put him over in the corner with snake eyes and stuff. Kind of kind of laying low in the cut. Who else comes in this set? A Dark Ninja, Kamarashikage, Cyber Ninja, and Lady J. Lady J has a cool outfit in this one. Maybe I should watch this movie again. I still haven't seen Snake Eyes, to be honest. And I've heard that Snake Eyes is actually not that bad. But I still have not seen it. I should, though. Larry Hama's in it. I think I said that before. I'm trying to get this out. There we go. This one does not come out. The, the bladed uh, weapon. But yeah, I guess he would hold it in one hand. And then, yeah, very cool, man. He has a total of one, two... Three different weapons. This disguised staff that looks like bamboo is utterly awesome. Super great. Highly, highly recommend this figure. I also highly recommend Forgotten Figures, if that's not something you check out. The bro's been at this for so many years that the archives of figures he's looked at 
is vast. I've only, like, within, like, I don't know, maybe, like, the past year or so really gotten down with this. I discovered it. Somebody retweeted something of theirs, and I saw it, and I was just like, what is this? Forgotten Figs. And I dug in, and there's so much to read, so much to look at that I, I just highly recommend it if you need some need some afternoon entertainment. Joe a Day is another one that I look at all the time. What these serve to do for me is they kind of they kind of highlight figures that I might not have, like, given a chance the first time around because I did not look at this Riz figure once in my life, and now I'm looking at it, and I go, I love it. I'm in love. So, with all that said, let's, uh, let's move forward, man. We'll talk about something else, and then, uh, we'll see This is World's Famous with your host, you see robots. Hey, this is me, I see robots, and I am over, uh, I'm over at the Dollar Tree, the one by the, the Safeway in Bennett Valley, and I know I haven't done this in a long time, but I, I was over here at the wife and I around and stuff. Dollar Tree's fun. You guys know I like it. And uh, I, I feel like I feel like I scored on some fun stuff, so I thought that I would... The store's empty, which is which is another reason. There's like the people at the front. There's no one here. It's, it's Saturday night. But uh, I found some fun stuff, and I thought I would I would sneak over here and here near the, uh, near the back door into the restroom and talk about it. I got three Blu-ray DVDs. They rolled out a bunch of DVDs in the front. I love it when they do this. They get some good stuff from time to time. Stuff I may not have seen and one that I have actually factually seen. The first one is a movie called The Survival Game and it says Moscow 2072. Twelve contestants each with their own story and motives to play a televised game of mafia. Those eliminated must enter a virtual reality to conquer their worst fear or die trying. Then I got a movie called Panic. It has Rebecca Romaine, who you might know from X-Men. You might know her from this movie called Femme Fatale. She's been in all kinds of stuff. Swimsuit issues up the, uh, up the yaws. Uh, then also, I... Somebody's walking I, I got a movie called Cage Fighter, which stars uh, AEW superstar John Moxley as, a, as an MMA fighter. I've actually seen this movie before, so that's... That's kind of fun. It's not great, but I liked it. I like movies about fighting. I don't know. It's actually not that good. But for a dollar twenty-five, Dollar Tree's gonna put dollar twenty-five. I'll, I'll take it. And then, then what I think is really fun is here. I got the, uh, the first figure in the second wave, the second half of the second wave of Final Factions. Final Factions, as you know, is my favorite uh, inexpensive toy line. And this is one of the villains. There's two villains. A couple play sets, and then a couple... I think there might be three villains, honestly. And then there is a couple couple accessory sets for them, and a couple new good guys. A gal with a mohawk and a guy in a helmet. This is a nice-looking figure. He's a scary alien with some nice gold tone paint on his arms and then on his head, as well as, like, these tentacles. And he comes with three accessories. I'm going to open them up and share them with you as soon as we get home or on the way there now. the Dollar Tree, drove home, and I am now in, uh, I'm in my office. We're trying to get through some of these 
some of these figs. This is a guy known as Crepitus. He's a Karn. He is a relentless bounty hunter. He's tasked with eliminating all loose ends for the Karn. Let's bust into him really quick. He's done a lot of this lately, but it's fine. There's a lot of fun toys in the world, man. A lot of good things out there. You just gotta... You gotta know where to look. You gotta try to have fun in life. Let's, um... Two weapons, and then a third additional weapon. This third thing is like a grub of some sort. I know not. Let's see. This is a weapon that goes in this hand. This one goes in... The, this one attaches to his back. It has a peg. Let's take a look here. It should list what he, um... He, uses, he has jagged arm blades. They attach to his arms. Yes, that's what they are. They... They're scary arm swords that he attaches into these holes right here. For $1.25, this is a heck of a fig. All the things at the Dollar Tree have gone up. Gone up a quarter, but it's okay. And this little uh, insect thing is... This is his companion, known as Flea. This guy has a lot of nice paint applications, honestly. This gold looks pretty good. His face is pretty scary. He stands up on his own. He does... He does strike a scary pose. Good for you, Karn. You've got another guy on your side. Let's let's see what else is going on. I think that uh, I think that we're gonna call this episode the end of season two. We finished up the Food Cube Follies. We're all done with Chanel, the king of jewelry, the jewelry of kings. I believe it's time to move forward into a new phase of the show. What would that phase be? I know not. Probably more like this phase. More more of the things we've we've come to know. But uh. We're going to take a little break from World Famous for a while. I'll definitely be back with something. We're probably going to do some Marvel handbooks. Some audio handbooks of the Marvel Universe. Just some things to kind of mix it up and get out of get out of this mode for a little bit before we can ramp up and get back into this mode. I thought, I thought it all came together well, man. I think Season 1 was fun. Season 2 was even better. You guys are great. Thanks for sticking with us. I would appreciate some Patreon support over at supportthereport.com. For as little as a dollar a month, you can get a bunch of fun stuff. Bunch of fun shows. We got, uh, who's who in the DC Comics universe over there? There's the Derek show. The Derek show's great, man. As we speak right now, I think there's been two Derek shows. He had, he had Gerard Depardieu on there. He had Karis, one, and Tim Dog. That's a lot of, lot of fun. We got the, uh, At the Movies with me, your guy, I See Robots. That's why I talk about movies. We actually got a lot of segments from the old... The good old Toys R Us report over there, so in, in some ways it feels like we're continuing on with that. But uh, I'd appreciate you guys hopping over and giving that a listen, too, for a little as a dollar a month. I'd like more, but if you can only afford a dollar, you can only afford a dollar. It's real, well worth it. You'll almost never be without something to listen to. So, my guys, this is me, Icy Robot, signing off for Derek, signing off for Ed, signing off for everybody out there, our guy Steve Balboni. Until we meet again a little ways down the road... If you don't like the news, go out there and make some of your own. Alright, um, man, bring an organ. And you know I got to have that.
Yo slick blow. That's right. I see robots radio is a listener supported endeavor. If you like what we do here and you look forward to new programming, consider helping us to bring fun stuff every week by heading over to supportthereport.com and tossing a few pounds into the hat. It's important to support things that you enjoy. Thanks and have a great week. Supportthereport.com Everybody love everybody. Right there up on the wall. It's hard, but it's a bit pliable. It's kind of... Wow. Warm baloney color is the color of the gum. Warm baloney color is the color of the gum. Warm baloney color is the color of the gum. Warm baloney color is the color of the gum. The appealing warm baloney gum.